Welcome to Uncontained, episode 79. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render, and my guest today, she founded the website thefunkmonk.com. Now, you're like, what is Funk Monk? Funk Monk is there for all bands to find promotion, recording space, rental instruments, videographers, you know, all the band's needs all wrapped up into one website. You don't have to go searching Craigslist, and we'll, we'll get into that during the show, but today's guest is Naru Kang. We talk about how she decided to launch thefunkmonk.com and what it was that inspired her to do that, along with some other influences that helped her along in the business end of the entertainment industry. So that's all coming up. Thank you all for your support of Uncontained. I've got some really great reviews on iTunes lately. If you're feeling like reviewing, please feel free to help the show out. Also, you can always share the show with your friends because that helps a lot as well. Just just help get the show out there. And as always, you can check out uncontainedpod.com. We've got the Amazon banner and also the Audible banner at the top of the page. For you, if you want to support the show, you can do it that way as well. But I won't keep you waiting any longer. Here is my conversation with Naru Kang. How you doing, Naru? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining me. You have a website called Funk Monk, and it's geared to help bands and services for bands, such as representation, recording studios, and everything, connect. How did you come up with that idea, especially since, as we were talking before, you said you are not a musician, correct? That's correct. I do not have any musical talent. <laughs> so, so what inspired you to create funk monk yeah that's a good question i've always wanted to get into the music industry music business specifically but i never had the opportunity to um a while back i want to say about four years ago i was in this dead-end job i hated it um i would go home be super depressed i hated it and then um i just quit one day right yeah. So I had all this free time, didn't have a lot of income. And then I looked around and I was looking at all of my like musician friends. And I said, hey, what project are you working on? Let me help you. What Whatever it is that you're looking to do right now, let me just try to help you. And then um, I had a friend who wanted to shoot this music video, but he didn't know any videographers. I didn't know any videographers either, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know, don't worry about it. Let me go find you a good videographer. So first thing I did was go on Craigslist, right? Because I thought, well, there's tons of videographers there. So um, I was on the website, and it's very, very dated, looking up, like, tons of different, like, blue links, right? And okay. I'll, like, see their description and then click on their website and then realize that's not what I want to do or that's not the type of videography I'm looking for. Then go back to the search page, click on the next blue link. It just had like a different title, but it was ultimately the same company who was trying to hook you in with like the same link or the same uh, company, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, this is retarded. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, this, is, this isn't going to work, right? There's got to be a much easier way to find videographers specifically for musicians, right? So um, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go and make my own. 
and realize, hey, they need more than just videographers. They also need places to rehearse. They need places to record. They also need uh, representation, so lots of PR. Because uh, a lot of musicians, I noticed, are very, very creative, and all they want to do really is just create a lot of music. But when it comes to like the business aspect of things, they're not as savvy as maybe uh, the creative side. All right. All right. Cool. It's actually kind of funny that uh, you did get the inspiration from struggling with Craigslist. And we've all struggled with Craigslist. But when I was telling my uh, girlfriend about who I'm interviewing tonight and what you do, she's like, oh, so it's kind of like Craigslist. But then I was like, I guess basically it is, except for it's laid out in a much more like user friendly format and looks a lot nicer, too. Awesome. I'm so happy that she said that then. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, because a lot of musicians, I think, tend to turn to Craigslist, right? Because ultimately, Yelp, um, it started out, I think, as like for foodies. Right yeah. now, they have all kinds of businesses on there, but it was kind of like for foodies. Um, so I noticed that a lot of musicians actually turned to Craigslist. And then I realized, yes, exactly what your girlfriend was saying. It's not user friendly. It doesn't work well it's not pretty to look at um so yeah that's exactly where i got my inspiration so i'm so flattered that your girlfriend said that i was the one that said it was more user friendly i I was just describing it to her well i'm flattered that you said that (laughs) (laughs) no no but not to take any credit away from her so you mentioned yelp were you trying to design it to be more like a yelp for bands or what was was Yelp an inspiration or a model to go after? Um, yeah, actually, because Yelp, I think, works as like a directory, right? In like the simplest sense, my website is just an online directory, uh, but it's geared specifically for that music niche. So, yes, definitely they are a specific model that I kind of turned to. Okay, you're in the L.A. area, so is this just LA venues, LA recording, LA representation, or do you spread out some more? No, no, it's open to anybody and everybody across the nation. I do have um, a lot of close relationships with some of the businesses out here in Los Angeles just because it's local and it's my home. So that's kind of where I started out. I started out with the individuals and business owners that I already know. So I got them listed first. However, um, anybody that's listening right now, they can actually go on and search their business to see if they're already listed. If they are, they can go ahead and claim their business for free. Otherwise, if they're not listed just yet, they can go ahead and uh, list their business. And yeah, I think I think it's a really cool concept uh, because, you know, there's all these people who are in a band that want to maybe try to take their stuff more public instead of just playing in their garage and being able to get online, find a place to record. And you even have a place to like rent instruments and stuff. So instead of if you have like a specific sound you want to go for, for one thing, you don't have to go out and buy an oboe or something. Right, exactly. But also, um, you know, a lot of musicians go on tour. So a lot of the challenges uh, is if they're not going to drive a van across the country, if they're going to fly somewhere, maybe even like Vegas or something, and they have like a small car, 
um, they don't have to worry about carrying all of their instruments. They can actually just go onto the website and find a local business that actually has gear rental. Yeah, that's really cool, too, because it is kind of hard to haul drums and uh, cabinets and stuff like that. So uh, that's actually a really cool feature as well. Now, is this is this just for bands or are you looking to maybe expand into other genres of entertainment? For now, it's strictly for musicians. Um, It can be solo artists as well. Um, or multiple individual bands, I guess, if that makes sense. That's okay. not a typical term. But, um, yeah, so for now, it's strictly for musicians. All right, cool. You say for now. All right, so it sounds like there might be a plan there. <laughs> like have a voiceover one, have an actor one. <laughs> yeah, I think you're sparking some good ideas. But for the time being, it's strictly for independent musicians. Okay, great, great. So the name Funk Monk, where did that come from? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I just wanted something catchy. Uh, Remember how I told you I was kind of going through like a really dark time in my life? And uh, I was doing a lot of like (laughs) inspirational work and a lot of like personal development, a lot of um, zen type things. I don't know what type of listeners you have, Aaron, but I actually smoke a lot of weed. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. It's legal here in California now. (laughs) It is. is. I smoke a lot of weed, but um, with a purpose, right? I smoke a lot of weed for purpose, with purpose. For your migraine, right? (laughs) Right, right, according to the doctors. (laughs) But um, yeah, it puts you on like a very, very deep conscious state where you're just more conscious um, and like consciousness kind of reminds me of like that Zen Buddhist type thing. I don't know. I was just kind of meshing everything together. So I thought of monk um, and then the word funk of course is music related. So okay, uh, yeah, to be honest, I feel like that's kind of where I went wrong uh, in terms of branding. I should have probably made it something a little bit more catchy, maybe shorter or more music related. So, like, in the near future, it might actually change in terms of name. Oh, yeah? Like, why, have you been getting people who are confused, not knowing what your, like, what your business is about, or? Yeah, I think it makes more sense um, if it were very, very short. Like, say something like Yelp, right? If nobody had been on the website or on the, yeah, on the app, they wouldn't know what Yelp really means. But yeah. it's so to remember right but um with a name like mine i don't think a lot of people remember it so quickly and obviously the name itself doesn't really explain anything right so i think once somebody actually goes on the website they know what it is i think the second third time they try to go on it they kind of forget what it's called i'll I'll get text messages from my friends and say like what was your website called again or (laughs) you know what i mean were something like super easy to remember then maybe they'd come on more often or they wouldn't have such a hard time remembering it yeah just tell them to put it in their favorites they won't need to worry about it right (laughs) that shit and come on yeah yeah so okay so you may have a name change in the in the future i do kind of like funk monk but uh, I could see how maybe something a little shorter, a little more catchy might 
you know might ring a bell with people a little bit better um with the comparisons to yelp continuing are, is there a place for like the bands to or musicians i keep saying bands because i'm used to being around bands growing up but musicians whether solo or not your users to rate the recording studios music rental places or representation can you leave a review for the vendors on there yeah absolutely so we work on a five-star point system so uh, depending on your experience with working on that business you, as an artist, have the ability to go ahead and rate that business. So it's kind of incentive for the businesses to treat artists right, too. Do the businesses have the ability to rate the artists? No, not just as of yet. <laughs> like, kind of, not necessarily as, like, music quality-wise, because that's partially preference, but, like, were they good to work with or something like that, you know? Like in, in Uber, they can rate you as a passenger. Yeah, you're right. Never thought about that. You're right. Um, no, as of right now, musicians have the ability to rate businesses, but businesses do not have the ability to rate their clients. Cool. I was just uh, running around in my head. I was like, some of the businesses might want to know if a band is good to work with. You know? <laughs> like, Don't go to our business. No, that's a good idea. I'm going to start taking some notes. <laughs> So you, you mentioned earlier that you said you had a dark time, and that was mainly because you were working a job that you didn't like, correct? Or that was a dead-end job? Yes. Were you able to uh, quit that job? Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while to quit it, though. I hated it daily. For some reason, I really thought that was kind of like my end-all, be-all. I really didn't think that I can just you know up and quit the job. Yeah. Especially without anything else lined up, but I just took a leap forward and I just did it. I just quit. I just left. Okay. All right. So I know we've talked about I know we've talked about a few of the features that your uh, site offers as like finding equipment to rent, finding studios to record in. What are some other features that your site Funk Monk offers? Right. So um, let's see, there's several different categories. The main categories are studios. And then, of course, within studios, there's rehearsal studios and recording studios, gear rentals, just like you mentioned, video production for their music video, of course, and then um, photography services for events like live events or maybe headshots and things like that. Uh, we also have marketing as a category, and within marketing, there's merchandise and swag, um, publicists for PR, getting your music out there, and then CD and vinyl duplication. You'll be very, very surprised that's still an existing in-demand type business, so that's also there, too, under marketing and promotions. Yeah, the vinyl's kind of more of a retro thing. I've had a couple friends' bands record on vinyl just to get that crackly studio sound. And and the hipsters like it, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. It's coming back. It's definitely making the comeback. 
I just recently bought a turntable too, actually. <laughs> I had to. I had to do it. And um, I actually have a few friends who are recording artists and they decided, hey, all of my music is going to be strictly on vinyl. So if you don't have a turntable, you can't listen to my music. So CDs are kind of making their way out, I think. And a lot of uh, vinyl is coming back. Yeah, vinyl's coming back. I think I think it will take a few years for CDs to come back. Somebody will probably be like, "Dude, I I was listening to CDs when they weren't cool," type thing, and you know they'll make their they'll make their way back as retro nostalgia, like in about thirty years. Yeah, and I think so. That that's my prediction. That's my prediction. You know, I, I don't know if hipsters will still be wearing flannel and uh, fake glasses, but. Uh, there's a good chance of that. I think so. You might be right. We'll see. <laughs> we'll find out. But, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because the other day I uh, got this promo CD. This yeah. guy was trying to promote his music, so he, like, gave me the CD. And I was like, I don't even know where to play this. Like, I don't have somewhere to play this music. And <laughs> I'll never be able to listen to it, really, until I get a CD player. You, but, have, a, you have a DVD player, a Blu-ray player, right? Actually, I don't. Are Blu-rays still in? I'm, is that does that sound stupid? I don't. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of. I have like a Netflix account. I have the Fire, the Fire Sticks. So okay, gotcha. Physical assets, I guess. <laughs> to, they they do uh, still they do still exist, but yeah, I have a Roku myself, so I understand technology. It keeps on changing. It keeps on changing. Since you're dealing with bands, what what advice would you have for a band that is coming to Funk Monk looking to make a name for themselves? A um, couple different things, actually. One, I think anybody in whatever they do, they need to be curious. They need to talk to people who's made it or anybody that they admire and just, you know, ask them for tips, ask them for uh like ask them how they made it to where they are or ask them for, I personally, clearly my, the people I admire are a little bit different from like, uh, I guess band members. Right. But I always try to find people who have made it in whatever I want to do. And I just kind of ask them, Hey, what books have you read recently that kind of inspire you? Or what do you usually do on your free time? And you'll find out like majority of the people who are actually succeeding are typically working on their crafts more than you realize, and that's probably why they actually make it than maybe others who don't. That is definitely good advice because, you know, if you're not working on it, somebody else somebody else is, and chances are the one that's working on it the most will eventually get success out of it, or at least recognition. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Everyone's got the same 24 hours, right? It's just a matter of how you spend it. So, How long have you had uh, Funk Monk up and running? Uh, it was officially launched in September of last year. September of last year. All right. Cool. Cool. So coming up on a year before too long here. And uh, so in just under a year, what would you say would be a highlight that you'd want to share with us. Yeah, absolutely. I got to meet some really, really cool people. Um, so a couple different things that actually made me step out of my comfort zone completely. It made me do things I never thought I'd ever have the guts to ever do. Um, but one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me, I thought, was um, so I was online and I read this ebook from someone named Derek Sivers. 
and I don't know if you know who Derek Sivers is, but he's a creator of CD Baby, which is like huge for musicians, right? Okay. Um, I read the entire ebook at the very end. It had like in this very small font and said, hey, if you enjoyed this book, email me and let me know. I read every single email, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to challenge you. Let me see. I'm going to send you an email. Let's see if you're actually going to reply, right? So I did. I just sent this email. I said, hey, you know, um, I admire you. I think it's really cool that you created CD Baby. Um, you know, I read, I, I watched your TED Talk presentation, floored by it, really cool. Um, all the stuff, I told him, like, what my current project was, whatever, and I sent off the email. Kid you not, like, the guy replied back, and I was like, are you kidding me? Derek Sivers wrote back to me, and it was super personalized. He was like, hey, Naru, thanks so much for your feedback on my book. Um, and then he kind of like answered all the questions that I had for him. And for a while we had like this back and forth conversation going and I thought that was so, so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially since it wasn't like a canned email. It wasn't just like, Hey, I got your email. Thanks for being a fan. You, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like super, you can tell he like took his time to actually read it and respond to it. But I think it also kind of ties back to your previous question, about, um, remember how I said that you need to go and talk to people who's made it or kind of doing what they, what you know, doing something that you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, just kind of taking my own advice there. I like, I just kind of stepped out of my comfort zone and really just try to reach out and talk to, you know, whoever who I think has kind of made it in like the music tech world. And Derek Sivers is definitely somebody I absolutely admire and it was so neat to get a response back from him, so. Yeah, that that is that is awesome, and uh, also uh, congratulations on taking your own advice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you know, when you can give advice and follow it at the same time, that that gives a little bit of credibility to it as well. So thank you. Well, you are welcome. You are welcome. So with Funk Monk, I normally ask this question a little bit different to people who are uh, performers. It's a question that's normally like, what do you want your audience to remember about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, or remember about your performance? But for you, I'm going to switch it up a little bit to make it fit your website. Uh, what impression or user experience do you want your users to have when they come to Funk Monk? That's a good question. Um, ultimately, I think I just want to make sure that everyone who visits the site knows that there's resources out there. Uh, the site is predominantly built for businesses for them to be able to market themselves, let them know that, hey, it's not just limited to Craigslist anymore. <laughs> you can come and list you know, your, your business on the site. And of course, reminding the artists that there are resources out there and they don't have to get discouraged by clicking on blue links on Craigslist. Sense, <laughs> <laughs> just letting everyone know that there are resources out there. So uh, marketing resources for business, for businesses, of course, um, and then resources for artists to make things a lot easier. So does it cost the uh, vendor or the band anything to use this service? Absolutely not. So businesses can get listed on there for absolutely free. There are certain tiers or certain functionalities or features that they can opt to pay for. Um, right now, if you go onto the website, you'll be able to see the Funk Monk spotlights. 
those are businesses that wanted additional marketing. So um, certain businesses that want that additional marketing, we have the ability to go out there and do like a short commercial that features your business. And then, of course, you will be featured, which also means that you'll show up first in the search listings. Um, otherwise, if they just want to be listed so that they can be found by the artist, then they have the ability to go ahead and list for free, including photos and, of course, description, address, and phone number. Okay. And then um, the service itself will always remain free for the artists, for the starving musicians. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the creative types need all the help we can get, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry about it. Yep. Musicians. Uh, it's a free resource. Use it. They're out there. So I think for me, like being resourceful is like a huge thing, you know, making sure that the musicians know that it's out there and they can go ahead and find whatever that they're looking for for their music career. They'll have the ability to do for absolutely free. All right. That that is awesome. So. What are you doing, Naru, to promote yourself and promote Funk Monk? Um, right now, I'm using social media as my number one a source of promotion. I actually have a sales background, so I have no problem like just calling some of the businesses or vendors and letting them know that they should be on there because, you know, they have a lot of potential in getting found, but otherwise social media, social media is so cool. It's like the best place to put your best foot forward. And I think whether you are a musician that's solo in a band, if you are a vendor that's got a business to get promoted, you're just an individual who wants to do some personal branding. Social media is already out there. So that's pretty much how I promote myself. Okay. All right. Cool. So using the social medias and have you ever thought about putting a, uh, I don't know, this is my own, my own interest involved. Have you ever thought about putting a podcast section on there that would be for bands looking to get on podcasts and gain some press? Actually, you mentioned that. Um, I have thought about that. So I have considered um, doing like interviews with musicians, right? Just okay. so that I can help them get promoted a little bit or help promote them a little bit. Um, but I'm not quite there yet. So I'm going to leave that all up to you. <laughs> all right. All right. What I was saying is like, you know how you have like a list of recording studios? Uh -huh. You can have like a list of podcasts. Uh, that are like entertainment based that would interview bands or give them a little press so they can go on and be like, Hey, here's all these podcasts that are looking for guests and the podcast can get guests that way. That's not a bad idea. I'm going to take some notes down and I'll keep you number one. I, I'm, I'm an idea guy. That's uh, you know, I, I got ideas. There's stuff going on in this head. Sometimes it's good. Uh, <laughs> Taking notes. I hope you know. I'm going to take some notes and I'm going to have you uh, come on. Fair enough. So that people can, they know that you guys, that you're looking to promote some of the artists and bands out there. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I have one more question for you, Naru, before we uh, wrap this up. But before we get to that final question, where can people get a hold of you? Where can people find out about Funk Monk? 
Yeah, so anybody can reach out to me. I'm on Facebook. I'm open to adding whoever, um, almost whoever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also on Instagram, or the Funk Monk is. So the handle is the Funk Monk says. I'm also on Twitter. Not very active there, but you can find me there as well. The website itself is thefunkmonk.com. So you can go ahead and go on the website, or you can actually just email me directly, and it's probably the best way to get in touch with me. My email address is naru, N-A-R-U, at thefunkmonk.com. Great. So I'll put all those in my uh, show notes so people can look them up and get a hold of you, and especially bands looking to find this particular service. So it's thefunkmonk.com. I'll have the other social media links in the show notes, as I just mentioned. So I have one more question for you, Naru. It is the title question of the show. All right. Naru, how do you live uncontained? Well, Aaron, I wish it was more sexy, but honestly, I just read. <laughs> I just read and watch a lot of motivational material, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're gonna get it from all the people around you, you just gotta, you know, kind of get away from all the buzz and just kind of do whatever works for you. I I tend to read a lot of. When I say read, I do a lot of audiobooks, right? So I kind of cheat. But, like, if I'm in the car, I'm going to try to listen to something that really, really makes me happy, more motivated. Um, But I also do consciously try to stay away from negative people and just really really focused on what I want. Um, I I, I used to struggle with this a lot. I'm not going to lie. It's so easy to get sucked up into all the negative stuff and just listen to people who are like, oh, well, you know, why are you working on that? Why don't you just do something like this? It's a lot easier and it makes more money or X, Y, and Z. Right. So um, I do a lot of like personal things. Right. So anyways, within personal development, they say like, hey, you know, you should write down what your goals are and just kind of focus on them. Read it in the morning, read it in the afternoon, read it at night before you go to bed. I do that. I do it like I do whatever they say it works. I just try it and see if it actually works. I I'm a huge believer in the in the law of attraction. Okay. Yeah, so I do tell myself that whatever it is that I'm seeking, it's also seeking me, and we have to meet in the middle. It's not just going to come and fall in my lap, so I have to do the work, and eventually I swear one day it's just going to come and meet me, and it's just the way the universe works. But if you spend your time listening to the people who are trying to bring you down, um, it's just not going to meet you where you want to go at all. This life is just... This life is yours. You know what I mean? You can only do what you want to do or you're just going to die regretting it. You can't live other people's lives. Well said. Well said. And uh, just to throw out there, who do you listen to? Like what books have you been uh, listening to to get you through those times where, you know, maybe you've been around too many, too much negativity? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, (laughs) I have so many book titles. However, there is one that I'm going to recommend mainly because a lot of your listeners are musicians. It's a book that Derek Sivers recommended to me, so I took his advice and read it. It's actually called So Good They Can't Ignore You. It's by Cal Newport, and it's so motivational. 
Um, it ultimately talks about how a lot of people who are great at what they do, it's not all about passion and just following your passion, but it's doing the work within the passion. And then eventually you just kind of grow the passion, if that makes sense. So um, he kind of has like this example of a musician who has to practice and practice and practice. And uh, the coach would say, hey, you know, like you were off in the timing or hey, your pitch isn't good or hey, you need to tune your guitar X, Y and Z. Right. So during the practice, he's kind of hating life. Right. But yeah. In the when he's able to deliver it perfectly, that's where passion grows. And I think a lot of uh, musicians can relate to it, mainly because when they actually see themselves on stage, when they find themselves on stage with a ton of fans who are just loving their music, they're only able to deliver the way they're able to deliver because they went through all that grinding in the downtime, if that makes sense. That's awesome, that's awesome. And what was the name of that book one more time? It's called So Good They Can't Ignore You. All right, cool. Are you a big Law of Attraction fan? You know, the Law of Attraction, I I don't necessarily believe the secret where you say I want a Mercedes and it's going to show up in your your door, on your doorstep or in your garage. But the Law of Attraction does have a lot of... Uh, plausibility to me i think a lot of it's because when you're doing something to like get to the goal that one puts you closer to it and two when you have the mindset that you know it's coming you're or more of a positive mindset your mind is open and looking for the positive things and you're more receptive to them opposed to like say when you're in a bad mood and you're looking you're having a crappy day and everything's going bad you tend to notice the negative things more it's the same thing in my in my opinion yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. So the law of attraction is ultimately uh, what you believe you're going to get more of. That's not very eloquent. <laughs> it could be said a lot more eloquently. But yeah, you're. I think you're right on the money. I absolutely agree with you. It's kind of like what we were saying like earlier on the show. Uh, if you're spending your time working on your crafts, like when everybody else is sleeping or out partying, watching whatever it is that they're watching on Netflix... Um, you're more likely to succeed because what is that quote about luck? Like they say, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. You have to be prepared for it. Everyone's just sitting around like waiting for their big break, but it doesn't just work that way. It's because while everybody was out partying, um, probably a lot of the rock stars, a lot of the musicians, the hip hop artists that like a lot of musicians aspire to be like, they were probably spending their time recording, um, you know, just honing on, honing in on their crafts a lot more. So yes. that kind of your question was very. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it reminds me of this one quote. I don't know who to accredit it to, but it's the same, same for entrepreneurs and people involved in like the creative industry and the entertainment industry. Uh, it's the quote is entrepreneurs are people who are willing to live like others won't. So later on they can live like others can't. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Yeah. That's a beautiful quote. And that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of put in, they grind out, right? They just put in the hard work now so that they can just be the millionaires and they hire out the people who haven't made it. 
and they, yeah, and they don't have to worry about that boss lingering over them. They they are the boss. So yeah, absolutely. I would li- I'd like to thank you for joining me today, Naru, and uh, please go check out thefunkmonk.com if you're in a band and are looking for any services. They they can help you out. And I have one final thing for you to do for me. Sure. Would you do me the... I have I have all my guests sign off the show for me. Naru, will you do me the honor of signing off the show today? Absolutely. I'd love to. I'm Naru Kang, the creator of thefunkmonk.com, and I live uncontained. And that does it, wrapping up another episode of Uncontained. Thank you for listening, and thanks to Naru Kang for joining me and uh, sharing her website, The Funk Monk, with all of us. If you're a band, you should really be excited about this because it wraps up everything that you need and puts it into one website, and it doesn't cost you anything. So that's, that's hella cool if you ask me. Thanks again for listening, and as always, live uncontained.